The following audio is via a Skype call. Thank you, Eric Kramer and Rocket J Squirrel. Hi, everybody. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We are Mance and Mitchell in your ears for the hour, and happily so. Hope your Christmas was great. Hope your Hanukkah is still aflame. All that light to be experienced. And here we are, able to do it in the able company of he who refers to himself as the, the dude. dude. That would be Michael Robert's The Dude. How's The Dude doing today? Hey, for our last show of the year, I'd say The Dude is doing A-OK. How about you guys? We're having a good time. Yes, we are, so far. We're, we're counting down the last four days of, of the not just the year, but the entire decade. I know. Mike, this is a question I have for you. Have you gotten to the place where you can wrap your mind around the idea that we, baby boomers, are yet again beginning a brand new decade? Yeah, you know, they come and go, but I, I kind of look forward to them. I, I like the transition. I mean, I'm not much of a holiday guy, as you probably know, but uh, New Year's offers sort of a nice uh, reflective transition going from one era to another, be it a year or a decade or, you know, last 20 years ago, it was a century and, and a millennium. So, uh, yeah, I guess I'm kind of nostalgic that way. It's kind of a reset button, isn't it? Let's Certainly. hit the reset button and put those pins back up again on the bowling lane. <laughs> yeah, you want to go out on a, a positive note and uh, likewise bring Sorry. it in uh, on, on an equally positive note. <laughs> We're I mean, laughing because you're going, you're talking about going bowling. Everything's the big, big Lebowski, Lebowski with you. I didn't say bowling. <laughs> I said bowling. Oh, you Shut said bowling. Okay. Yeah, we're resetting the pins okay. in the bowling gotcha, lane. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. If we don't bring our guest on, we'll be in a world of pain. There a you world go. of pain, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, last last guest now. of the year. We are very excited to have this lady on. And I forgot to count how many times she's been on, but it's been quite a few. And we like her. Absolutely. Gotta love us some Mickey, and we're happy to have here as we close out 2019. Mickey Jacobs was born in Israel and received a typical Jewish upbringing. She came to the U.S. in 1987, and since that time has concluded that religion leaves a lot of unanswered spiritual questions, such as our life purpose, life after death, the nature of the spirit world, and the concept of reincarnation. She did not recognize her ability to connect with departed souls until she was in her early 30s. Eventually, Mickey realized that we all have the capability to discover this power, sharpen it, and use it to help others. Today, Mickey considers herself to be on a mission of helping people with their spiritual growth, teaching them about their support team in the spirit world and the continuation of the soul beyond death. On the telephone from California today, the very lovely and compassionate and I think your brother's on the phone. He seems to forget we do a show this week at this time, but uh, we'll remind him later when we have a big dinner together. On the telephone from California today, on the other hand, is Mickey Jacobs. Welcome to the show once again, Mickey. Oh, thank you, Gary. Thank you, Suzanne. It is lovely being here, and happy holidays to both of you. And to you, too. We were ringing the bells there for you. Absolutely. Really? And I didn't hear a bell. Well, oh, we okay. sure did. Okay. <laughs> it's the season of bells, also candles, so happy Hanukkah. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, Gary. In your introduction, Mickey, Gary was reading that, you know, that it seems like religions don't answer all the deep questions that we have. And I'm wondering if since that time originally where you were saying there must be more to life, 
if you have found that in your spiritual practices. Yes, of course. And really what sent me first into the direction that religion did not make sense to me is frankly start with my own religion, which is obviously being Israeli, the Judaism, because they claim, Suzanne, that uh, we are the chosen people, quote-unquote. So then I came to the U.S. and had other friends and acquaintances and colleagues from other religious religions and have their own rules. And I'm thinking that does not make sense because we each claim how loving and compassionate the Creator or God is. So how can He have chosen? How can one religion have one rule and the other? It just didn't even make sense. And really that kind of sent me into more of the direction of a different God that I was introduced to growing up, thinking it's a man with a beard and a cane like Moses. And I was frankly afraid of him that if I will not follow the certain holidays or that I'll be punished, obviously, in my younger years. And it's pushed me towards, obviously, God's energy. Of course, there is things that connect all religion, which why I always, when I teach that in my events, I tell people, I mean, no disrespect to religion, but love, we lead life out of love. We can take that from our religion. One God, energy, not he or she or, or, or a figure, we can take that. If we would like to go and praise the Creator and be grateful to our life and to others, we can go to our favorite place, a church or a synagogue or a mosque. But we have to be careful because I always use the phrase, if we are rotten and not nice people or weak, it's frankly an insult to the Creator. So there are certain things that connect religion. Other than that, I really truly believe that a lot of it is human beings create rules as it mesh well with their own religion. I feel the same way that, you know, religions are all man-made. I, from time to time, I've said that each one has a kernel of truth, but no one religion has all the truth. Right. And, um <clears throat> And it's um, it, it's hard to get all those puzzle pieces to fit right because you you can find a bit of the ultimate truth everywhere, but then you're not ascribing to one religion. You're you're looking at all religions at the same time. So then you're not really following a tradition so much. Right. And right. and I guess at my age, I don't feel like I am following a tradition. I feel like I'm. I'm one of those who says spiritual, not religious. And you hear that phrase a lot, especially in the Seattle area. No, do I. I believe that I can refer to myself as spiritual, still proud of being Israeli, love my country very much, and proud of being Jewish for the good tradition, as I say, what connects more towards love. Also, I must say briefly that spirituality, quote-unquote, make more sense meaning we come in here, we use planet Earth as a school. If we fail, meaning working on certain weaknesses that stand on the way of our soul growth, we activate the law of incarnation and come again and again and again. If we do no good to ourselves or to others, I believe there is no God that punishes us, but we are in a way that we stuck with our growth, so it's all about our soul growth. It, it, it just religion is a, a spirituality. Pardon me, have great simplicity. I it even makes sense more. And frankly, it, it's what I do for a living. Where living, where souls come in reading, 
and frankly validate the spirituals, not religious. So that kind right. of add to my uh, spiritual uh, teaching. Well, I, I like that. <laughs> Mickey, I have a question for you. Let's get down to the nitty and the gritty. <laughs> you're, a good, you're a good Jewish girl back in the day, and yes. you fulfilled your obligation to yes. serve in the national defense of Israel. Yes. At that point, when you were doing your national service, did you have any experiences either before, during, or right after you were you're committed to the defense of your homeland? Did you have the kind of experience that, to put it figuratively, had you saying, Toto, I don't think we're on the kibbutz anymore, something that suggested a spiritual dimension that put you in a new place mentally, emotionally, and spiritually? No, nothing, Gary. That's well, why I blew I... a whole elongated question then. Sorry to waste everybody's time. It meant <laughs> absolutely nothing. You're toting around Check your please. rifle out there in the sand to what good purpose? <laughs> Gary, I was a shooting instructor for five years teaching people how to use Uzi. So you can imagine, I obviously also, when you, first of all, I was again, grow up in a somewhat, let's call it not spiritual background. And when you are in the army, Back then, you kind of sponge, if you will, the collective energy of war, defending the country that they are bad and we are good. Naturally, as I grow older and certainly become into spirituality, of course, I completely split my view. But no, back then, nothing. I was all, I, I look different than I am. I thought different than I am, which, uh, which, which leads me to teach people, you never know where you're going to end coming from that background. You kind of go with the knowledge of your soul within the body, and it would lead you to spirituality if you open for that. But uh, yes, the answer is no. <laughs> and let it be noted that Mickey taught people how to shoot an Uzi. I take back everything I said, Mickey. You're a wonderful <laughs> person. There is never a moment in time when you are not wonderful and truly blessed. <laughs> I see the halo. <laughs> What an Remember, you're still experience. in Florida, and I'm California, you say. That's right. <laughs> Not quite far enough, I think. But, uh, Mickey, it's wonderful that, that you were in Israel. You were imbued in the culture of your faith and, and the tradition of your people as a civilization. And then you come to California, come to America. And, did you feel that there was a sense of expanding your awareness because you were at liberty to do so? I mean, California is known for that sort of thing. Yes, of course. I believe my whole path, of course, as souls, we kind of pre-plan, if you will, where we're going to board, the country, the family we incarnate into, and the main event, let's call it, of our life. Some people, I refer to it in my teaching as the blueprint of the life. And I really believe that I was there, born into that part of the world, experienced what I did to that specific family, learn about religion, I absolutely know that it is a part of coming here to California, actually, and that's a big part of my uh, spiritual path. So, uh, yeah, it's all pre-designed. I love this idea of a soul contract, a soul path, and a soul plan. It right. seems romantic to me, but I will say that I want to believe it's true, even if I can't prove it, either from my life experience or on the basis of principle, the way you can lay out an equation on a blackboard. I right. want for that to be true because it speaks to purposefulness in the universe. Right. 
It can also confuse people, Gary, because people hear me teach the fact that events are pre-designed by the soul, yet we are not machines. We are not robots in a way that free will or free choice, where we use here on this school called Earth, can change the pre-designed plan. However, for the most part, the family, the childhood, the, the, the area within the, the globe where we incarnate, the significant people in our life, soulmate, life partner, and that's something that is pre-designed and very much written on stone. The rest is up to us. I tell that to people, to single people, that we can miss a specific soulmate for many different reasons or thoughts that we have. So um, it's not quite black and white. That's why when I expressed the, when I, when I was saying a few minutes ago that everything is pre-designed, I always make sure to add the main event. You know, the day-to-day, what we eat, what we do for a living, if we're spiritual or not, that has more to do with our free will using this school. You know, some of those bigger events, Mickey, I have been talking about recently with people as defining moments because you come to a decision about something and it looks like a crossroads. If I go left, then one thing may happen. If I go right, another thing may happen. And those defining moments happen so quickly, we don't always realize what a big impact they're having on our lives. But that is part of that free choice. You may have been uh, written a contract or designed a life to be with a certain person. And then when you meet them, There is something that is off-putting, either you're afraid or you decide you don't want to go through with it, and so then you're not with the person that you might have contracted for, and so your your life takes a completely different path at that point. I, I think that free will does play an important role, not just in the little things, but sometimes even in the big things as well. And, and I, I can identify several defining moments of my own life, decisions that I made for good or ill. You, you know, some were good decisions, some were not very good decisions, but I think that's part of being in school here on Earth. Free will is crucial, and it is the main ingredient of our growth. Otherwise, if all were good decisions without free will, quote-unquote, interfering for the sake of the growth, we might as well stay in the spirit world. This is why such an effective school, why we, not Nikki, Susan O'Gary, the soul, love coming in here. We love incarnating in here. There are plenty of other dimensions that the soul also go in between lives to experience different growth. But planet Earth, I mean, with the complexity of the mind and the body, the up, the down, the joy, the sadness, the depression, the, the light, your relationship, we just love it. Now, of course, when life is hard, people tell me, no way I chose this life, no way I'm coming back. And I say, oh, yeah, yes, you do. Because yeah, we do like right. <laughs> yes. yes, we do. But, uh, yeah. And really mm-hmm. briefly as well, Suzanne, when we come to a last-minute important life decision, I cannot tell you how much help we have, quote-unquote, behind the scenes from spirit, guides, 
angels, ascended master, also do not forget within us there is the higher self, as I call it, which I believe over the years that's more referred to a percentage of the soul that we take with us that experience life in each incarnation or lifetime. So we have really God within us, let's call it for sake of conversation, or knowledge or wisdom. So if we grow spiritually, first and foremost, believe in the concept. If you believe there is nothing out there, you wouldn't search for it, or maybe kind of look in your intuition or gut feeling or knowingness. Or when you meet someone and you say, that doesn't look good to me, that's a guardian angel whispering in our ear. That's our spirit guide. So that is what connects us to the importance of growing spiritually, to be open to the concept. So when there is a big decision in life, for the most part, once again, they cannot allow to interfere in our free will. But they're around us. I see them. They group us around us. They whisper in us. They bring other messengers, meaning people, to tell us, to give us good advice. So we just need to listen. But do we? No. I talk to spirits in my work, and do I sometimes listen to them? No, because I'm a human being like all others. But the more we open to them, the more we quiet the mind, the more we lead spiritual lifestyle for the most part. That doesn't mean perfect. That means shy away from drama, watch your mind, body, spirit. But for the most part, detach from life a little bit, the more we'll be able to tune in to that immense wisdom internally and externally. I think that balance in the spiritual life that you're talking about is not necessarily completing, completely getting rid of your ego. However, it is quieting the ego enough to hear what the spirit world has to say, because I think we can't do away with it, but we can certainly uh, tame our ego so that we're not leading with it. When I have a a glimpse from my higher consciousness as to uh, an intuitive um, thought that I'll have, I know it's, that's not when I'm sitting in my ego. That's not when I'm I'm being uh, angry or self-righteous or or something else. But if I'm in the right loving space and a thought comes to me, then I then I realize that is my my higher consciousness, and possibly even a clue from one of my other lifetimes. And it's a beautiful feeling, is it not, Suzanne? When you are a person, us, when we are aligned with our soul or high consciousness or higher self, those are just words, you know, that wisdom within us. Or frankly, when we align with outside external spirit help, it's such a delightful, beautiful feeling. You feel right. You feel God exists. You feel, oh my God, I'm really a watchful. As for getting rid of the ego, it's not designed to. It's a byproduct of the school of the system becoming human being when we incarnate into it, it's designed to push us to change. When we had enough from jealousy or anger or rage, then that's the ego bring things to the surface and that hopefully will change us, help us to change. So no, the ego needs to be disciplined, certainly, except to some degree that it is byproduct and the most important, use it to change. Yes. 
and and we can do that with our choices and with our our own personal um, you know willpower, our own personal sense of who it is that we are, and not being limited to always thinking in the same way. What if I had a new thought today? What if I looked at this situation differently? What if I saw things differently? And then you really do have an opportunity to have a different experience of another person or of your life or your health or your finances or something else if you just kind of look at it through a different lens. Yes. And really what, what we feed grow, pardon me, Gary, in one sentence, what we feed grow. So if we feed the ego to grow, gossip, fight, drama, uh, being unfair to people, to ourselves, then that energy, ego is an energy field, it's energy within us that would grow. If we feed the the other energy of the higher self, let's call it, meditation, be kind, be loving, you know, obviously, then then that would grow. So yes, it comes to really basically the decision we made, yes. Very good. Mickey, I am curious about one thing. It is highly speculative, and I don't want to get into it too deeply, so why bring it up? Because I'm curious about what you may or may not have gleaned from the spirit world. And in a few moments, Suzanne is going to give the numbers, and we are going to open up the lines. Mickey Jacobs will hang out that cyber shingle, and she is going to be ready and waiting to transmit spirit messages to you. This is our end-of-year gift and Mickey Jacobs is a gift and a gift giver. We can't wait for that segment of our program as we balance out the hour with Mickey Jacobs on the job. But Mickey, I wanted to ask you, have you ever received any any clarity, any messages, any indication from the spirits about what we are doing to our planet? And I ask you the question for this one basic reason. If we have Earth School, you talk about the school, and that is an idea to which I subscribe. It's kind of hard to imagine Earth School continuing to operate underwater. So if climate change is real, as I certainly believe it is, how does that affect the ability of souls to reincarnate and to continue their soul evolution on this planet? So again, collectively, humanity, we're not going in the right direction. I mean, you do not need a radio show, Mickey, to tell you, you open the television. So when I ask as to the, the, the shape of planet Earth, Gaia, our mother Earth, is not happy with us, and therefore more natural disaster would happen. So I ask about that, and really the phrase that spirit uses is growth accepted from growth, look deeper a little bit, put yourself in the other people's shoes, whether it is politics, belief, you know, a concept, and, and really try to kind of use it for growth. But no, we're not going in the right direction. As for the new incarnation, meaning the new babies that come forward, very evolved, very powerful. They know they are incarnated into a fast-paced planet. They know they incarnated into try to tip the scales to humanity, so we will go into that uh, the right direction. But uh, um, uh, spirit, specifically the archangel Gary, I must say, very disappointed at us. They are desperate to help us individually, which where it starts and then spread up collectively. But we are not going in the right direction, and therefore it is and will backfire on us. 
people ask me if I see the end of the world or alien invent, invade us. No, I did not see that. But again, like we spoke a few minutes ago, we have free will. There is so much we can do. And at the moment, we're creating an ill bed. Thank you, Mickey. I appreciate the insight. Suzanne, I'm sure there are people in our listening audience who absolutely can't wait to talk to Mickey Jacobs and see if there is a message awaiting them from the other side. There are numbers. 425-373-5527. That's from anywhere. Area code 425-373-5527. If you're in Western Washington, you can call toll free at 1-888-298-5569. Thank you, and thank you, Mickey, for making your time available to give messages on the other side of this brief timeout. We are Manson Mitchell. We are pleased to be in the company of Mickey Jacobs and glad that you are with us as we close out 2019. Give us a couple of minutes, and we will be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Staying connected with Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell is easy. Just go to manceandmitchell.com for the latest info on topics and guests. Friend Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell on their Facebook pages and like the Mance and Mitchell show page at facebook.com slash Mitchell. If you're on Twitter, share a follow with Gary and Suzanne at Mance Mitchell. Join Gary and Suzanne Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for an unusual show that covers everything from personal growth to the paranormal. Here's an amazing act. Here's a tremendous act. Here's a startling act. The amazing, the thrilling, the greatest, spectacular, incredible, exciting, wonderful, world fame, most unusual novelty act. The home of the A-Team of Alternative Talk is ManceAndMitchell.com. Heard right here on Alternative Talk 1150 AM or streaming live from your computer anywhere. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover key tar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed numerologist Michael John Fierro to talk about the significance of the new year and the new decade. On Saturday, Corey Cooper, world-renowned expert on all things Elvis, talks about the king of rock and roll and his amazing legacy. Great guests bringing fascinating talks since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk 1150. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome back to Manson Mitchell and our guest this hour, Mickey Jacobs. Mickey, I know you have not yet started giving people messages, but nevertheless, by the end of this hour, they may be wanting to connect with you one-on-one. 
what is a good website for you and how can people get in touch with you? It's uh, my name, so Miki, M-I-K-I, J-A-C-O-B-S, dot com. MikiJacobs.com, M-I-K-I, Jacobs.com. Our first caller is somebody that Gary and I actually met in person in September. We were telling her about you and about the kind of show that we do, and she was very interested in it. And so she is calling us today. She's never had a reading before, as far as I know. And she's calling from Burlington, Vermont. So, Laura, please say hello to Mickey Jacobs. Hi, Mickey. How are you? Hi, Laura. Hi, honey. Thank you for calling in. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'm so nervous. (laughs) Oh, don't be nervous. So let me uh, give you a message from your spirit guide here. I was a little surprised that Suzanne said you never had a reading before because your guide claimed that you have the tools ready to contact them. Specifically, is advising you to take some sort of a course on automatic writing. Is it easy for you to write? Um, yes. Okay. Uh, usually when they know a person easy for them to express themselves via writing, and it doesn't necessarily mean book, meaning in general, writing, enjoy writing, then usually a guide would bring that as a way to communicate with them. So automatic writing, Laura, is a big name for a very simple ancient technique. The point is that you can probably easy train yourself to do what I do. Do you, uh, um, do, do you, do you have interest in that or is that? Yes, I do. I, my, right. my mom actually thinks right. I, sometimes when I tell her things, she tends right. not to believe them. <laughs> First of all, it's tough to give reading to loved ones because there is emotion. So either way, I, your guide is very pushy in a loving way. I'm not surprised you're the first caller, but. Please pursue that, honey. Go into that, that direction. Take it as a validation that your spirit guide claimed that you really can bounce, awaken it quite fast. Of course, we can all do that, but you have it there ready whether you, you yeah, go for it. <laughs> oh, so you, I have it in me to actually um, open up things as far as... Um, Communicate direct- with spirit, Laura. Oh, so we goodness. can all do that which why I did that later in life, but some people can do it easily. Perhaps you did it in previous lives. As you can say, you already feel that you can do that because you kind of practice on mom. Uh, go for it. Learn books. Go to mediumship classes. Certainly maybe learn automatic writing, which I believe would be a wonderful way for you to connect to them. Just like scribbling or just um, like just um, painting or... No, uh, automatic writing can come via art or creativity, but usually it's very simple. Once you learn how to quiet your mind, you take a notebook and a pen, not computer, <laughs> and right. they kind of talk, talk to you. But automatic writing is just one way in which you can contact your spirit guide. He claimed that the ability is very much there. You need to believe in it and awaken it. Thank you. Oh, um, of course, Laura. N- Nikki, is there anybody coming through that you know in my family? Um, 
No, um, uh, it, things kind of come in, come, in pri- come in priority, like in a reading, for example, they know how to build a reading. And when we do radio like that, usually whoever needs to come with the mes- most important message come forward, and that was your guide. So that's why I say uh, pay, pay attention to that. So departed loved one sometimes come in, in setting like a reading, like like a radio show, but usually they tend to appear more in a pro, proper kind of one-on-one setting of a reading. But uh, the, nonetheless, they do come. Nonetheless, your guide uh, was anxious to be heard. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so he's my guide's very aggressive. <laughs> yeah, he's feisty. Spicy. He's, he's feisty. He's he's a spirit guide, of course, not a human being. But he's he's. Like repeat, asking me to the repeat that you dare, you can do it, you can awaken it quite fast. Which of course they they want to contact us as much or even more than we want to contact them. So you just kind of have to go for it and and do that, Laura. All right, thank you so much. Oh, honey, well, Laura, thank you for calling today. It was a pleasure to hear from you, Laura. We so enjoyed meeting you in Vermont. We fell in love with Burlington, and we are <laughs> going to go back there and look you up and maybe have lunch together. It was just great getting to know you. And don't be a stranger to the show we have on these wonderful guests, and we'd love to hear from you again, Laura. Okay, thank you, Gary, and thank you, Nikki. Thank you so much, everybody. My pleasure. Okay, Laura, happy, happy New Year. Holidays. Happy New Year. Thanks again. Bye-bye. All right. Well, very good. The next caller that we have is also from out of the state of Washington, from Vermont to California. We have Kathy calling from Temecula. Kathy, say hello to Mickey Jacobs. Hello, Mickey. Hi, honey. You know you like 20 minutes away from me. (laughs) Yes, or maybe 45, depending if there's trucks on the road. (laughs) Oh, my God. So you, you know me? You experience my work? Yes, I've gone out to see you not too long ago. <laughs> that's uh, that's lovely. <laughs> Kathy, you let me bring up message. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. Um, Kathy, um, you need to make sure you you eat more throughout the day and do not aggravate your insulin system. Don't let the system be. That's your guardian angel, of course, in which provides medical intuition. So he was kind of like taking over and ask you to be careful not to eat when you're hungry, skip breakfast, pig out at lunch. You, you can aggravate your insulin system. Make sure you leave it nice and even. Because they bring up the insulin system, honey, maybe you can check it, check the sugar level, check. Do you, do you understand that, Kathy? Um, I haven't had those issues before, but okay. um, the guilt of having um, a little too much sugar these last few weeks is there. <laughs> right. And just be mindful of that, because he does bring that system, or in, I guess we can call it sugar or insulin. On a lighter oh. note, they often use the phrase diabetic or pre-diabetic. I do not hear it. He referred to more of not aggravating it, sugar, and more kind of don't let it work on empty, if you will, which why he bring up to eat throughout the day. Okay. okay. To eat throughout the day, yeah, like every few hours. Okay. Thank you. Of course, Kathy, of course, honey. Of 
Thank you, Kathy. Thank you for calling. I have heard that before, uh, not specifically to me, but as a a general way of living that the body does well if you give it a little bit of food more regularly so it's not spiking and going up and down. So this is not the first time I've heard that. That Mm -hmm. I think that that kind of information works for a lot of people. We also give the advice that if there's anything going on with your body that needs checking out, go to your preferred medical care provider and look into it. It's yeah. nice to get a hint, even from the other side. You know, somebody's looking out for you. Go see your doctor and find out what's going on. You Suzanne know, so is living proof of that. Not to interrupt. I'm so sorry because I was hoping to hear from someone from the other side who actually passed away from diabetes a year ago this oh. month. <laughs> it, it, oh, how weird. It, no, it, her number popped up on my phone out of the blue, and um, it was just a, kind of interesting, that well, correlation. <laughs> it, it, it's a family copy? Well, it was my husband's aunt, okay. and um, okay. uh, I had a nice little connection with her. And in the meantime, since her passing, I've uh, become closer to her daughter. Right, and so, right, right. And we are really missing her right now, of course. Right, right, right. Um, uh, I, I must say, Kathy, as well, she's bringing up the fact that she's able to be mobilized or running or dancing or going all over the place. Do you know if she was not mobilized or difficult to move around? Right. Um, the last year it was very difficult. Right. So I even asked her why didn't she come without me calling her, and that's when she said, I'm busy, Mickey. <laughs> In a a loving way, Kathy, and she really emphasizing being active again, using the leg, going all over the place, obviously in spirit, so that brings up. And on a lighter note as well, Kathy, uh, it was was quite a celebration for her to leave the body. Uh, She was unable to find any comfort, as if despite it's calling diabetic, the whole body was affected. I don't know if her spine needed to be also kind of like she was not comfortable, needed to tuck pillows. So the day that delightful woman went home, although sad for the family, quite celebration for the soul, and she's all over the place. (laughs) Oh, good. Yes, yes, I would say so. Thank you. Of course, honey. Thank you. And, that was, and that one was a good more call thing on, well. on more than one level. Yes, yeah, excellent. Right, excellent. right. Sometimes I ask spirit why they don't come, and they kind of show me what they enjoy doing, you know, in spirit. Another yes. thing about, Suzanne, when you were saying the, the, the sugar, you know, there, there is now more than ever, there's a lot of, frankly, junk in all food. Right. So, even the hidden sugar, the diet sugar, so I can right. see the last maybe three years how yeah. strict spirits are about what we put in the body, how we eat throughout the day. So just kind of to strengthen what you were saying as well. Yes, yes. I, I had a doctor tell me that sugar is just poison and we should stay away from it. I right. thought that was quite dramatic, but I understand what he's saying. It's, it right. just really isn't good for and us. And before we go to our next caller, Suzanne did take those words of wisdom from our family physician and invested in some supplements. There you go. <laughs> How right. much was about 
400 bucks or <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. Maybe yeah, moving our, on. <laughs> our, our next caller is Marie, and she's a local gal from Seattle. Marie, please say hello to Mickey Jacobs. Oh, hi, Mickey. Oh, hi, Marie. Thank you for calling in, honey. Thank you. Thank you. Are you in a relationship? Uh, no. Okay, hear me out. So, uh, got your spirit guide here, and I would use the phrase, frustrated with you, please take it the right way, in a loving way, and bring up relationship that you are way past due being single, yet you do not help them help you enough. Why are you single? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> right. And um, um, he claimed you do know. So you might say out loud that maybe it's a good idea to meet someone, yet as we discussed in today's show, we obviously have to, we have free will, we do what we want, but they cannot interfere, meaning we have to help them help us. And he does bring it up that at this point, Marie, a companion would be quite lovely for you. He's not necessarily talk marriage or not marriage. They don't care about that. We care. But he does talk about companion that would urge you or help you to balance your life more with playfulness and, frankly, would help you to be more out there. I like that. You like that. You like that, but you don't do much. So you need to apply more action, honey. Go out, go online, have matchmaking. There's many ways to do that. Uh, because I believe that it's time for you to meet someone. I really do. Okay. I really do, yeah. Where is your mom, Marie? Um, I've been helping her a lot. I've been taking okay. care Hold of her. Hold on. Let me call her in. Okay. So your mom, as the time go by, she needs to be mindful not to fall down. Okay. Okay? I can see that there is an energy of a warning. A warning means that spirit foreseen a weakness, Marie. Okay. So perhaps slow down the energy, perhaps put more light as the sun goes down, but there is kind of a, a warning about that as well. They also bring me her mental state. Is it declining? Uh, no, you know, she lost her, my dad, of 71 years <gasps> a year ago, and wow. so she's been sort of sad. Yeah, her mental state is heavier than you think, yeah. whether it is the grief or any other way, age or combination, and they bring it to your attention, honey, that if, if she complains a little bit, it's much bigger than that. I you think will. so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Much bigger. So, therefore, it, it's kind of going backward a little bit. The good news, honey, I do not hear the phrase Alzheimer or dementia, but the mental state is heavy. Uh, yeah. your, your, the, the, your father is here, and I must say, he, um, there is a little bit of regret, Suzanne, despite them leaving... Uh, together for so many years that when he crossed over, he, he, he uh, revealed that he would have preferred to be more grateful to her via words, not assume she know that, or love her, or grateful. Now, the connection was there. Those are delightful uh, soulmates. 
but a little bit more reassuring her about that. Do oh, you okay. understand that? I do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I like him. He's, he's doing his stuff because it's kind of a fresh passing, but nonetheless very much heavy about it, telling me that he's regretful and he's sorry, but the good news that he did love her. So we're not talking lack of love. We're yeah. talking about perhaps the way he expressed it. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Honey, observe her fall. I don't want your mom to fall, and then it would take her in a, uh, in a, in a, in a wrong direction, if you will, as opposed to kind of go with her life, you know, where she yeah. should be. All right. Well, thank you very much. My pleasure, Marie. Thank okay. you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Marie. Thanks, Marie. Happy New Year. Happy New Year is right. Yeah. Very, very good. We have our first male caller of Y chromosome. Day. And Gary gets all excited when the men <laughs> yes. call in. <laughs> I'm titterbated. We have Sean calling from Seattle. Sean, please say hello to Mickey Jacobs. Hi, Mickey. Hello, Sean. Well, I have to say real briefly that I have maybe 85% of women coming to me teaching or reading, but that the the, the rest, the, the male, they're always so delightful and spiritual, and it's just a joy. So welcome, Sean. Great. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, my pleasure. Sean, do you like Seattle? Yes, I do. This is definitely my home. Really? Your guide wants someplace a bit more sunny. So just hear me out, because he's expressing his preference. Do you not have an idea to buy another place in a place that is sunny? You know, that's quite interesting. Um, uh, my daughter's living in southern Utah right now. I've been down there a lot, and I really enjoy the area. And, yes, it right. is very sunny. Okay. So get the sun a little bit more. I asked him if he talked about a move, and no, but he's talking about maybe be like bicoastal, maybe call it. And, uh, and he is talking about the weather, interestingly enough. You do mesh well collectively with – you have a sun, Sean? Let's say again. You have a son? A, a daughter. A daughter. No, 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 no. Hold on. There is a son. You never, forgive me, if there, was, there was, you never had a, 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 someone that had a miscarriage? Huh. Not that I'm aware of. Okay. You I, have a son or a male energy here in spirit that hmm. did not enter planet Earth at the time of conception? Mm-hmm. And that's the concept of a miscarriage, and to some degree abortion in a way that the soul can influence the man to abort. Nonetheless, he very much accompanies his sibling, meaning your daughter. So mm-hmm. be with that, that's kind of not, not super calm coming, but I get those every once in a while coming forward. Well, Sean, I find it interesting, too, if you're contemplating the sunny side of Utah, southern Utah, that's known as Utah's Dixie. Are you talking about maybe a place in the St. George area? Well, actually, that's where my daughter's living, and um, yeah, and uh, down by Zion National Park. Oh, my goodness. I have been there many a time. Good choice. Utah's Dixie is God's country. It has a stark beauty. It's very sunny. 300 days a year or more. Yes, you do get some snow, but it's not that much of a problem. And people often will have a second home there or retire there. Uh If I had the money, I'd be doing that myself. It's fantastic. (laughs) And Zion, 
Zion is like a dreamscape. I have made many trips there, and I'm telling you, you would be a very fortunate man indeed to have access to that place without having to give up your lovely natural affinity to Puget Sound. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's interesting, Sean, that he did focus on the sun, and sometimes, dear, it can be medically as well. Because when they give advice like that, they see, they, spirit, the bigger picture. So it's not just I like it or don't like it or cold or don't like or I need another umbrella in Seattle. It's <laughs> just, it has to do deeper because he specifically asked me to emphasize the sun. By the way, Sean, are you helping your daughter financially? Um, I, I have helped her out. Um, she's trying to live independently right now, and I'm having her hopefully you know, go that direction. But, okay, um, okay. They, that's her guide, not your guide. And they're asking you to be mindful if the chart go up and down, as all of us do. And if she needs more financial, then it's legitimate and for you to help. Okay. You are very picky about adult children, like they want them to do on their own. But he does bring the fi- finance. And, you know, if you help in the past and now she's on her two feet, that's fantastic. But I believe he's getting into perhaps near future or future for you to uh, poke a bit and see okay. if she needs a bit more help financially, yeah. and that, do that, not move with her, Sean. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that, that actually came to me just the other day, um, considering that, that that she might need help financially. Correct, correct. Oh, Sean, thank you for calling, dear. Thank you, McKay, I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Good to hear from you, Sean. Happy New Year. Call us again sometime. Will do. Thank you, Gary. Thank you for that. Thanks. Happy New Year. All right. Pleasure. Thank you. Happy New Year. I think we might be able to get one in. One more in. We'll see. Uh, we have Maria calling from Riverside, California. Maria, say hello to Mickey Jacobs. Hi, Mickey. Hi, honey. Hi, Maria. You also know that far from me. <laughs> yes, we're very close. We're very close. Maria, you have kids? You want kids? I have kids. I have you kids. Da- you, you done with kids? Oh, yes, I am. Okay, honey, I just want to make sure. don't know why they bring it up. And how old is your young, younger child? He's 10. 15? 10. 10 years old. 10, 10 years old. Hear me out, honey. So they bring it up the 10-year-old, and they use the phrase sensitive child, and they yes. use the phrase that you need to be very mindful what stimulates the child mind, and I'm talking maybe junk out there, YouTube or Gadget or, uh, 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 you you understand that? Yes. Okay. Don't be a friend, be a parent, maybe put a little bit more rule down, if you will, because they're talking about the amount of time as well, then what, what, what the the, the materials engaged. Either way, please be mindful of that because naturally to take a cell phone away at that age on 21st century planet Earth, that's not realistic. Nonetheless, you have to put the rules a bit more down because uh, it stimulates the mind negatively. Yeah. Negatively. So, yeah. So just uh, maybe don't be just kind of only like a friend 
a little bit more emphasize the parent mm-hmm. aspect of it. Okay. Okay. Where Where's the children's father? He uh, <clears throat> He's in and out of state. Right. So he rarely sees them maybe once a month. Like now Honey, they need him more. Yeah. They need him more. They need him more to be attentive. Now, if that's a job, okay, but, it, you know, there's FaceTime and video. I, I, uh, I don't know. I believe he can do a better job, be a bit more attentive. Yeah, no, he's not. He's very detached, even yeah, when he's, he's with detached. him. Yeah, so that's why I think detached. I overcompensate, because oh. he doesn't really have that, <clears throat> right. that shelter from his father. Right. He mimics what he saw. Yeah, there's, there's some stuff he needs to work on, like everyone else, but the children are there, and the children need him, and remember, your youngest is sensitive. So, mm-hmm. and you cannot be both. So, yeah. perhaps the advice a little bit more, of a bit more open and authentic to yourself communication mm-hmm. with him. Okay. Okay, honey? Okay, is there any other messages for me? There's loads of messages. They can talk for three hours. <laughs> what about my health? <laughs> my stomach Right. So, first of all, uh, your immune system is overly working, trying to keep up the stomach. Hold on, hear me out. Yeah. Did you check if you are celiac? You, are, you have an inflamed digestive system. Yeah. Okay. It's inflamed. Check it, honey. Check it with, mm-hmm. with, you know, of course, as Gary put before, we always have to check medical intuition. I mean... Yeah, I'm seeing the doctor right now, but they cannot you, figure it out. Yeah, you might find that it's more uh, um, type of food that you need to tweak or certain mm-hmm. food not to eat. You're not ill, yeah. Maria, you're a healthy woman, but your stomach mm-hmm. meat section is quite angry. One more thing yeah. about meat section. Every we got area 30 seconds. The, Very quickly. Okay. Honey, uh, li- lighten yeah. up on yourself. That's why your meat section, spiritually <laughs> speaking, that's why it's compromised. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much, Mickey. Thank Maria, you, thank you. Thank and you. Happy New Year to you. Thanks for the call, Maria. Mickey, our time is up, and it, the hour went by so fast. Thank you for bringing this information to our listeners today and the people who called in. It benefits everybody for the start of a new year and a new decade, and we want to wish the very best to you as well. Happy New Year to you, and hope that you have a wonderful 2020. Thank you. So same to you, and I appreciate you invite me on again. It was lovely. We, will, we must do this again very soon. And everybody, if you want to get up close and personal with Mickey Jacobs, remember, M-I-K-I, MickeyJacobs.com. Thank you, Mickey. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Jupiter rising up next at the home of Alternative Talk in Seattle, AM 1150. Happy New Year. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.